This is Tanya Mulevich from Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind, and you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Sir, I've come to say goodbye. Here, shake my hand. Dr. Ezekiel? What what are you doing here at the Vatican? I never knew you were a true believer. I suppose, now that I've crossed over to the other side, there's no denying it, sir. It is truly splendid here, and uh, it appears I won't be staying. Wait a minute. What do you mean by crossed over? You aren't talking about the Vatican, are you? No, sir. Look, I I had to leave. It was my time. And I know we parted ways before I had the chance to tell you what I thought about your plans and recent experiences. And I'm sorry about that. No. No, you can't leave now, Doctor. I command you to stay with me. I know you are the King. But the one who summons me is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm afraid this is one order I cannot comply with. Dr. Ezekiel, I need you. I'm all alone now. I have no one I can trust. Such is the reality of all who have tried to rule the world. Sooner or later, they realize there is only room for one at the top of the summit. What will I do now? Who do I talk to? There is only one person you will ever need. Only one you will ever need to talk to. Jesus, I wish I could have done so myself. But now, it is too late. New Kingdom Radio Theater. This is a coupon queen pin from the CQP Moments podcast. Are you enjoying this thrilling audio drama? Does this story leave you craving more? Well, more is coming. But the show needs your support. Show your support for The Rise of King of Silas by going to patreon.com slash kingofsilas and support the show with as little as $3. Again, that's patreon.com slash kingofsilas. Get exclusive content and get more access. Patreon.com slash King of Silas. The death of Dr. Ezekiel was a devastating loss for the king. He mourned his personal therapist like he mourned his own parents. In some ways, Dr. Ezekiel was like an uncle to King Osiris. At his funeral, the king met with the doctor's longtime girlfriend and the daughter he never even knew he had. Osiris had everyone escorted out of the room for an hour to have some privacy, and he cried uncontrollably. During the eulogy, Asalis found it difficult to say his words. He said, I was immensely fond of this man. 
Dr. Ezekiel was my friend. A dear, dear friend who I will miss so much. I stand here, but I, I cannot believe he is gone. I will miss him like I miss my parents. I just want to say, Dr. meant a great deal to me. I'm going to miss his dry humor, our long-winded talks, his patience with me. He was so patient with me, so understanding. Unlike anyone I've ever known. I seriously feel a deep void in my heart. Dr. Ezekiel, I love you like a brother. I pray God will embrace you in heaven. You were a good man. And I am forever grateful to have known you. Goodbye, my friend. Goodbye. When the king completed the eulogy, he wiped his tears and exited the funeral home. It was a moment etched in stone. For when the king left the funeral that day, it is said he was never the same. As Silas left New Eden without seeing his wife, the queen, who was not with him at the funeral. He spoke briefly with his sons and Lord Capone, then returned to the Vatican. He spent the majority of the next few weeks with the Pope before announcing to the world that Pope Innocent XIV was making a sudden visit to New Eden. This news came as Lord Shelley sent word that the Chinese had restarted their stealth digger and were inching their way ever closer to Jerusalem. Send word to Lord Oreb and King Asylus that the Chinese are getting closer to Jerusalem with their stealth digger. It is unknown at this time why they restarted the digger, but our seismic sensors have picked up vigorous activity in the last 24 hours. Lord Shelley, the King has requested all updated contingency protocols be approved by the Regent. Through Lord Capone? When did this happen? What about Lord Oreb? Lord Oreb is not the commander. The king said explicitly all adjusted protocols be approved by the regent for an indefinite time. Fine, put me through to the regent. Lord Capone, we have a developing situation here. The Chinese are moving their stealth digger again. Just in the last 24 hours, they've commenced their digging and are within 50 miles of being directly below Jerusalem. Requesting permission to activate the contingency protocol to counter with the seismic jammer. That is a negative, Lord Shelley. You will proceed with Operation Takeoff. But, sir, so far the Trishul strategies have not resulted in any major government officials being captured or neutralized. We've been trying for weeks, and the Chinese government is still intact. We are no closer to capturing or neutralizing President Wei than we were a month ago. We ended up assassinating his mistresses, hoping it would draw him out, but it might have made him go underground instead. Are the people still feuding among themselves? Yes, they are, sir. The Trishul has created discord, chaos, and riots in all the major cities throughout China. Good. 
That is what you are supposed to do. Now initiate the elite Spartan teams into the Middle Eastern Alliance countries. Jordan, Iran, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Yemen, Oman, and Egypt. Unleash the most potent frequencies on them all. Is that understood, Lord Shelley? Yes, Lord Capone. And what about the digger? Will we try to stop it? Lord Roberts and others have some contingencies in place, Lord Shelley. Your orders are to divide the populations, have them fight among themselves, increase that activity exponentially. As you command, Lord Capone. Out. Your Majesty, the people really need to see and hear your voice. It's been too long, this seclusion of yours, don't you think? I plan on speaking to the people ahead of the Pope's visit to New Eden. Yes, about that. Will the Pope be staying at the Grand Castle? Of course. <laughs> Hell, I've been staying at the Vatican long enough, it's the least I can do. By the way, how's the terrorist threat thing going? It's calmed down a lot in the last few weeks, but I really think Lord Vargas had a lot to do with it more than Capone. However, I also think there is a plot to take out the Pope in New Eden. Well, I could have told you that. What about the traitors? Have we figured out that miss yet? Isaac's been working on Princess Monica, but nothing solid yet. We do know she thinks you are behaving like a tyrant. Isaac says she's potentially dangerous no matter what, even if she's not involved with the traitors. Why doesn't anyone interrogate her already and get it over with? Because she is a princess, sir. There are protocols in place that you made law. I am the king. I am the law. If she is against her king, then I want her out. It's not that simple, sir. It is if I say it is. Damn it, Orib. Do I have to do everything myself? Your Majesty, please be reasonable. If the princess is not involved, then this would be incredibly bad for your image. You'll appear unstable and tyrannical. <sighs> unstable and tyrannical, you say? There are traitors in my castle, and they've been there for God knows how long. The Chinese and the Middle Eastern Alliance won't surrender no matter what I throw at them. The people whine about getting a small tattoo on their foreheads. My wife wants nothing to do with me. My dear friend Dr. Ezekiel is dead. And the J1 nerve agents were found in dairy products. Thank God we found them in time. Jeez, I'm not unstable with I'm just having a really bad year. I understand. Sir, if you really want me to squeeze the princess, I will. Do whatever you have to do, Jeremy. But please, do it sooner rather than later. I will, Your Majesty. But listen, my opinion is Princess Monica is likely working with Lord Richards. I had heard rumors and decided to look into things. It's all speculative, but there is a history there. A history? What are you talking about? Well, we went back years tracing Monica Banks' activities. Phone records, social media, and emails. She and Richards had communicated in the past before Richards became a lord, when he was still practicing law. Okay, I'm listening. Well, it wasn't much, but I widened the search and found Richards communicated extensively with Lord Vanessa Banks. I couldn't get the conversation transcripts, just call logs. But if you ask me, sir, Lord Richards and Banks were involved before they became lords. Lord Richards and Banks. So, 
they had a thing. Hmm. Okay, here's what we're gonna do, because we are speculating after all. I'm gonna order Richards to return to the African states. I want all eyes on Richards. If he takes a leak, I want to know the time and location. Let's see if he goes to see Lord Banks and the Princes before leaving New Eden. Take note of how long it takes them to say goodbye. There's a church on the corner of the street in my town Where the blind lead the blind to salvation They surrender their wills and their ten dollar bills to the sky And it's one nation under God Indivisible with liberty and justice for some and the melting pot's only got soup if you follow the one And they'll fill your bowl if you sell your soul And the spirit world is floating by And you will live and you will die And no one knows exactly why the spirit world Still fighting Coming in from command. Lord Vargas, this is command. There has been an update on your Central American directives. I'm reading it now. Am I reading this correctly? Is this accurate? The king has changed the original directives. These new directives are to be implemented immediately. Command, can you patch me through to the king? I need to ask him something. Negative, Lord Vargas. The king is indisposed at the moment. I will relay a message to him that you wish to speak with him directly. Indisposed? That's never happened before. I am a lord on the High Council with an urgent request. Confirmation code. Alpha Delta 11 Tango. That isn't necessary, Lord Vargas. The king will contact you when he is ready. Do you copy? Yes, I copy that. Out. What's wrong, Jefe? I never see you like this. El Rey Ramon. Something isn't right. 
Por qué, jefe? What does Elry want us to do now? Something horrible, Ramon. The migrants coming up from South America. They have to cross through Panama. Our orders are to separate Catholics from the rest. Separate them? Why? Are we not letting in people who are not Catholic? Because I'm sure if we ask them to become Catholic, a lot of them will, just so we let them through. They were asked to convert a while back, but many refused. So, not only are we letting non-Catholics in, Ramon, our orders are to execute them. Enjoy us. So is the case with the church and state. If 
that the church makes good decisions on our behalf, we win. If not, we don't. The governance of our nation is no different. If we look at history, this has been proven to be the truth. So now, the time has come for me, as your king, to make such a decision on your behalf. We must all convert to Catholicism to better our lives, our country, and our world. We must adopt that which commits us to making the sacrifices we may be uneasy about. But we have to, in order to make the world right again. And today, if you join the church, you will receive a very special blessing from the Pope himself, who will arrive shortly. Genesis the 14th will be here in the right here where I stand and will give back to all who wish to attend. I implore you all to take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for America, for the world, for humanity. King Silas welcomed Pope Innocent XIV at the New Eden Airport in an unprecedented event. An American king welcoming an American Pope. Special teams of Spartans were called in for the papal visit to ensure no terrorists tried to do harm to the Holy See. But as the American audience came to see the spectacle with some hesitance, Christians around the world were being viciously attacked. As the Pope entered the Grand Castle for the momentous reception, news of church bombings across the European territories put a stain on the opulent evening. Their attention of the happenings across Europe meant they were a little unguarded within the Grand Castle walls. For as the Pope made his way through the castle, Princess Monica had invited a member of the terrorist group posing as a local parishioner, hoping to get close to the Pope and assassinate him. Karina, quickly come in here. This is where the Princess of America sleeps? It's so incredible. Okay, Karina, look at me. Concentrate. You have to put the cream on your hands right before you shake the Pope's hand. It looks and smells just like hand cream. Here, shake my hand. I want you to shake the Pope's hand just like this. Are you ready to do this? Yes, of course, my princess. But... How will I get close enough to the Pope? I think it would be a really bad idea if you introduce me. 
It won't be me. I'm going to have Prince Isaac introduce you. Don't worry. He's one of us. Prince Isaac? Right. I forgot. Are you sure he can be trusted? Yes, he hates my husband. He blames Jacob for him losing his position as the crown prince. So Isaac is doing this to get back at Jacob? Sinister. Do not tell him about the hand cream. I just told him you wanted to plant a bug on the Pope. You think he believes that? He'll believe whatever I tell him to believe. Now, get ready. And remember, Isaac is so playboy. Use your pretty, innocent smile to distract him if you have to. Now that is something I can definitely handle with no problem. You've been listening to The Rise of King of Silas, episode 43, The Handshake of Death, starring J.V. Torres as King of Silas, Jeff Ellis as Dr. Ezekiel, Shane Maester as Lord Anna Patricia Shelley, Megan White as Command, John Doby as Lord Quentin Capone, Stephen Fisher as Lord Jeremy Oreb, Raymond Young as Henchman Ramon, Dan Delgado as Lord Alberto Vargas. Leila Bonet as Princess Monica. Amanda Haggist as Corinna. And narrated by Sergei Brezhnikov. This episode features the song The Spirit World by Josh Woodward and Low Road Voices Hollows by Don Ruse. For more information about the cast, the music, or other contributors to this production, please visit us at www theriseofkingofsilas.com for a full list on our season 3 episode page. And now a word from our podcast friends. Hello everyone. Let me tell you about the Apple for the Teacher podcast. I'm Anna Thomas, a teacher and your host. So you're probably thinking it's about reading, writing and arithmetic, right? Well, think again. It's a fresh take on true crime where you wouldn't expect to find true crime. In schools, yes, schools. You will hear tragic stories about murder, abduction, school bus hijack, student disappearance, suicide, kidnap and ransom, a school camp tragedy, the list goes on. So if you're looking for something a little different in the true crime genre, then Apple for the Teacher is for you. So join me as I present The Bad Apples. But until then, remember to be a good apple. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theatre in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2020. And stay tuned for episode 44. time of COVID-19, CDC asks you keep your hands clean, don't congregate and kindly shelter in place, also wash your hands and don't touch your face, so use soap, 
and water and grab a clean towel and don't be a Jonah. Prevent spread of Corona by washing your hands. Olay! This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.